Good morning. I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Monday, December 19th. Title 42 is scheduled to end this week. More on that next. But first, let's do the headlines. The bivalent COVID-19 booster is now available for children as young as six months. The FDA approved the use of the updated Pfizer and Moderna boosters for children as young as six months earlier this month. The CDC and State Department of Public Health recommended the vaccinations after the FDA approval. Public health officials are urging people to get vaccinated for both COVID and the flu as cases are rising. A list of locations offering the booster is at kpbs.org coronavirus. You still can't ride the train between North San Diego County and points north of San Clemente. Service has been shut down since September because of movement in the bluffs above San Clemente tracks. Freight trains have been running at reduced speeds in order to continue the movement of goods. Emergency work to stabilize the bluffs is currently underway and expected to be completed in February. The city of San Diego was one of six cities in California to earn the state's pro-housing designation. It's a recognition for a committing to policies and practices that it says will help remove barriers to housing production. One of San Diego's actions was updating community plans to accommodate room for more than 98,000 additional housing units. The state also announced the pro-housing incentive pilot program to reward cities with the designation. It offers nearly $26 million in additional funding to pro-housing cities to help speed up housing production and preservation. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Long ago, when the public square was the only place to share news, events, and happenings, people were drawn to it. Living in community with others was the route to understanding each other and the world around us. The public square has changed dramatically, but our need to learn and understand one another has it. This is Port of Entry, the Park Redison Project. Listener-supported KPBS Cinema Junkie. Thank you for listening to KPBS Podcast and for being part of our region's virtual public square, where you learn not only about the headlines of the day, but about culture, music, and the issues that are important to all of us. Help keep the virtual square alive and well. Support podcasts like the one you're listening to right now. Just go to kpbs.org, click the blue Give Now button, and make a donation. And thanks again. The Trump-era immigration policy known as Title 42 is scheduled to end this week. KPBS border reporter Gustavo Solis spoke with a local activist about the impact of this controversial program. Title 42 allows Border Patrol agents to turn away migrants, including asylum seekers, at the border. That means they don't get a chance to pursue an asylum case in immigration court. Advocates say that it essentially barred access to asylum for tens of thousands of people. Those advocates include Pedro Rios. He's glad to see the policy gone, but says... It's hard to qualify something as a victory when we've, um, as advocates, have been saying Title 42 has been harmful, has led to untold human rights violations of migrants... Rio says that in some ways, the long-lasting damage is already done. 
human rights activists have documented more than 1,300 cases of migrants being killed, beaten, raped, or kidnapped after being turned away from the border via Title 42. And that's only since President Joe Biden took office in 2020. Rio says that Title 42, along with other Trump policies, have shifted the way we view asylum. How the collective mind considers asylum has been damaged. It's no longer seen as an obligation of nation states to uh, welcome people who are fleeing violence. Um, and now it's more of a burden um, and something to reject. Gustavo Solis, KPBS News. A midword of a deal between the University of California and striking academic workers, there are allegations of retaliation at UCSD. KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez has more. At least one UC San Diego graduate researcher and several teaching assistants have been given unsatisfactory grades for the semester, allegedly for being on strike. None of them reportedly had any performance issues before. Daniel Primosh is the graduate student researcher claiming retaliation from his boss. If this doesn't get resolved as of spring, I might not be able to neither take classes nor engage in research work. Potentially, this could be the end of my Ph.D. track with UCSD. Union leaders have filed unfair labor practice charges with the state. A UCSD spokeswoman told KPBS they're not able to discuss specific incidents, but all allegations of retaliation are taken very seriously. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. California greenhouse gas emissions fell between 2019 and 2020, but that might end up being a short-lived benefit from the COVID-19 shutdowns. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson has more on the latest California Green Innovation Index. Produced by Next10, a nonpartisan think tank, the index found greenhouse gas emissions from transportation fell 8.7% in 2020, That's primarily because COVID shutdowns greatly reduced emissions from vehicles, pushing the numbers down for the third straight year. Electric vehicle sales were up, and utility-scale battery storage grew at an unprecedented rate. But Patrick Adler of Beacon Economics says the news is not all good. For all of these successes and for all of the, the, the cuts we've made in the transportation sector, we are generating more carbon emissions in 2020 than we from in-state power generation than we were the year before and you know that's that's a bit disheartening adler says summer heat waves and a regional drought reduced some hydropower production forcing the state to fire up more fossil fuel power plants eric anderson kpbs news coming up we revisit one of our favorite stories from 2022 about a youth boxing program in Vista. We'll have that story and more next, just after the break. I'm Beth Accomando, KPBS arts reporter and host of the Cinema Junkie podcast. I'm also a geeky gourmet who likes to bake food themed to the movies I watch, like chocolate blood to savor with Dracula. 
or an extra chewy Wookiee cookie to enjoy with Star Wars. I'm geeky about the things I love, and that makes me a public radio geek as well. I love being able to connect with audiences just like you through TV, radio, the web, and podcasts like the one you're listening to right now. So, are you a KPBS geek? If so, then I'm asking you to get in touch with your inner nerd and become a member of KPBS today. Just go to kpbs.org and click the blue Give Now button and make a donation. That's right. Let's geek out together about the things we love. A state audit found San Diego Unified's African-American students in special education were more likely to be suspended long-term. iNewsource education reporter Andrea Figueroa Briceño has the details. Black students at San Diego Unified were at least three times more likely than their peers to face long-term out-of-school suspension. And district officials and some parents partly blame a lack of cultural awareness. Parent Vanessa Bell Pickney says her son, who is black, has been treated differently by teachers who don't look like him. You can't culturally relate to the child, then you do not, you don't feel connected with the child. And it's just like, okay, I just want this kid out of my class. The district will now work with the community on an improvement plan. For KPBS, I'm iNewsource reporter Andrea Figueroa Briseño. iNewsource is an independently funded nonprofit partner of KPBS. The 2022 midterm elections delivered some surprises, but there were no serious hitches and most losers gracefully conceded. Even so, partisan views meant that not everyone came out of it trusting elections. KPBS reporter Thomas Fudge has more. A survey by the Ankalovich Center at UC San Diego found that the midterm spurred an improvement in Americans' view of elections. Political science professor Thad Kauser is co-director of the Ankalovich Center. He said prior to the election, 54% of those polled said they trusted elections. After the midterms, that number rose to 61%. But that increase, that restoration of trust, all came from Democrats and independents. Republicans were unchanged. He said 85% of Democrats believe the vote count was accurate, but only 39% of Republicans did. Kauser said that is no doubt influenced by Donald Trump's insistence that the election he lost in 2020 was rigged. But Kauser adds that everyone is less likely to trust the election when their side does poorly. Though the GOP won control of the House of Representatives, the overwhelming midterm Republican victory, the anticipated red wave, did not take place. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. A Vista Youth Boxing program recently competed on the national stage. But that opportunity was almost lost when the club got displaced from their gym. KPBS North County reporter Tanya Thorne gives us a look back at how their coach took matters into his own hands and built the gym in his own backyard. As you walk into Rudy Moreno's backyard in Vista, you hear the sound of gloves striking punching bags. Most of his yard is taken up by a large tent filled with young and aspiring boxers. It's part of a nonprofit he started called Hero Inc., helping everyone reach opportunity. I have a motto, which is 
which is um, learn, grow, and lead, okay? So each one of these kids, they learn something, then they become leaders and they teach others, and then they just grow from there. Moreno used to teach in a bigger space, but last year, the program was displaced to make way for a new residential development. We lost our, our, our big facility that we had off of North Santa Fe. Uh, so we put, we put our minds together, we put our money together because it was pricey, um, and we decided, you know what, we have the space in our backyard, um, why don't we just construct something here? Moreno built a gym in his very own backyard because of the benefits boxing brought to the community. A physical activity, you know, helps you mentally and physically. Um, and not only do I want to create champions in the ring, but I want to create champions outside of the ring as well. That way they become uh, productive uh, citizens. Boxing helped Moreno stay out of trouble while growing up in Vista. He went on to join the Air Force, serving for 20 years. After retirement, the sport helped him recover from the effects of PTSD. And there was a time that my body just started falling apart basically after retirement, uh, I guess because I wasn't physically active anymore. Now, Moreno gives back to his hometown with boxing through his organization, working with kids like Alina Torres. I think it helped me like not to get picked on and like it's just because I'm small doesn't mean I can't do anything. She's the only girl in the group. She's won national titles and state championships that she hopes will keep stacking up. I want to take it to at least um, the Olympics to where I get top and even maybe professional. 17-year-old Franklin Garcia says boxing has kept him from hanging out with the wrong crowds. Like there's other sports kids can do, you know, not just boxing. There's other sports and I encourage kids to do sports, you know, instead of out there being in the streets, do sports and it's, it's good for your health, you know. Boxing also inspired him to join his school's cross-country team. He hopes to go to a four-year university and continue boxing. Because country, then boxing, you know, school, and I just hope to be someone big, you know, be one of the big, big top fighters. Victor Villagomez, or Tony Boy, is Moreno's youngest competitor at 10 years old. It helped me by getting confident and um, building more strength to my mind and to my body. Like the rest of the boxers, Tony Boy has big goals in mind. What I want to do is be a pro so I can make a career for myself, so it could be successful. I mean, successful. What brings me joy is seeing their expressions. You know, when we go to a national tournament and they win, a, you know, a, a national tournament or even local tournaments, just seeing them win, you know, they know that the hard work that they put, they, they've been putting in at the gym is, is paying off. Moreno's backyard boxing program is temporary. He hopes to get a bigger place with more sports and services for the community. Other sports, fitness, you know, basketball, football. Um, I would like my facility to have a learning resource center, a computer lab where kids can come and do their homework and then participate in an activity. Until then, Moreno's backyard is open until the sun goes down to help kids reach new opportunities. You always want to help that one person up so that way they can help the next person. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. In their recent national competition, Olina Torres brought home a gold medal and Victor Tony Boy Villagomez received a silver medal. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. 
KPBS's Eric Anderson will be your host next week because I'll be enjoying some time off. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and happy holidays.